Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> doing fine. I like how you sometimes vary. The hey, girl, hey. You know, that, that's kind of cool. I, I, can, I can get down with that. I felt like I needed to put a little emphasis on yeah, that. Yeah, do it hey, a little like, different. I, you know, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Did you have a good Mother's Day? I had a phenomenal Mother's Day. I really wow. did. I had uh, spent time with my mom and my children and my niece and my husband, um, fried fish. And oh, nice. yeah, he does such a good job with it. I I can't even tell you how good it was. So um, we just had a great time, played games, watched TV, um, made strawberry preserves. I mean, that was pretty cool. It was a I very a picture. good day. I saw a picture of the preserve making. That was beautiful. You know, the, <laughs> the daughter and the children, and the mom all working together. That all was beautiful. Together. Yeah, but we, what about you? We didn't speak too much yesterday. No, I was I was traveling and moving a lot. I got to spend time I, because I wasn't home. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to really spend time with my mom. So I am going to be planning something like a lunch or something with my mom and mother-in-law just to kind of make up for not being there. Absolutely. I love that. Well, there were other things about this week that happened that we haven't talked about yet. Oh, my show. goodness. Yeah. No. I mean, can you think of anything that might have happened in the past week or so that we haven't talked about? You know, the thing about it with you being out of town, though, I have felt like a certain level of separation. It's like, okay, so we talk on the phone like every day. So every then when day. you're traveling with your family, it's kind of like, I know that's one to be with the family. And I'm dying inside because I can't tell every, I can't have this conversation with just everybody, <laughs> anybody. So um, we've had some, but not in depth. All right. Well, let's do a real quick catch up on the highlight topics that we haven't mentioned on the podcast that we feel like should be acknowledged. Like somebody bum rushing Dave Chappelle on stage. stage. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, Will Smith, for that. It was like instant karma, though. Okay, no, that that was true. Okay, you're right. But first of all, (laughs) can we just I want a moment to blame Uh Will Smith for that. Because he started something that really needs to stop. And I, I just know. I just want to blame him a little bit. But because that was you, the first thing I thought of too was Will mm-hmm. Smith. I was like, eee. actually, I heard uh-huh. that right after it happened, uh, Chris Rock was there at Dave Chappelle's show. And no. then he came up on stage and said on the mic, Will, was that you? I heard that happen. <laughs> oh my God. I heard that happen. So it wasn't my original idea to think about Will Smith in that moment. Oh, my god! But gosh. you talked about instant karma. So tell me what mm-hmm. you meant by that. Oh, because um, all of uh, Dave Chappelle's people who were behind the stage and the stage was kind of weirdish. It was like there's a space in the back that I think could hide people and off on the wings. And so. This dude did not get off the stage before people were tagging him and who he tagged. We mean break him down. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. He got Mm -hmm. beat down to the point where I was confused when I saw the picture of him on the stretcher. Um, Yeah. Yeah. He had to be taken out on the stretcher because he got detained 
by uh, the posse who were who were waiting on him backstage uh, trying to protect oh. Dave Chappelle. But yeah, that picture was very interesting because his his body didn't look right. Uh, uh, no, because his guy's arm was arm in places. Was, it was mm-hmm. moved in a way that was unnatural. It was very unnatural. Oh. Now, Ramel, you're what? giggling. You're giggling. Uh, that that is not your higher self speaking right now. This human being got no. broken apart and. Um, Ramel, can you find your higher self in there? Your higher self is concerned about the person who got hurt. I am concerned, but I'm still my lower self or my more human self is still like, what the heck is going on with this arm? (laughs) I mean, like, oh, my gosh, they really worked him over. And I actually do feel bad for him, but you just don't bum rush people on stages it's not a good look and hopefully this will actually show people that like you know the whole incident with will smith and chris rock was a very isolated incident where people aren't going to come and take care of the situation like what happened like with will smith he came he left he was untouched Oh, right. that's true. That won't ever, probably never happen again because yeah. at this point, everybody, everybody is like, "Yeah, try it." Right. I got, <laughs> yeah, I got people. I got I got snipers on the roof. I don't know. Something's gonna yeah. happen. So, don't I do mean, it again. Right. You just don't want to do that. You don't want to do it. The results well, are bad. My lower, my lower self. Yeah, my lower <laughs> self is pretty satisfied with the result. Like if you come up on stage trying to tackle even had a weapon tackle the person on stage then there is there's a consequence for the decision and i felt like he got what was coming to him he, he was in the wrong place he was doing the wrong thing and he got a just punishment i don't know maybe you know what god is still working with me so i am a work in progress if that's the wrong way to think then that's just me let's go on to other things did you hear that kevin Samuels died. I certainly did. You could not hear. Yeah, you you could not hear. I don't think you could be black and not right there, there because it's not covered by the popular news. This was black Twitter, big time. This Mm -hmm. was Clubhouse conversation. This was covered. Facebook. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But now Kevin Samuels is a character that we spoke about in a, a previous episode and he <laughs> he according to me uh says a lot of misogynistic and very degrading it's not comments. just you though you definitely said i was just taking things. it for myself but yes. i was like i'm gonna say that that's my stance mm-hmm. and so i so when you hear us talking about him in the episode you'll know that we didn't we didn't like what he had to say at all no no i mean yeah, I'm not going to speak ill of the dead, as they say, but if you want to hear but. me, wait a it's <laughs> like, if you want to hear me speaking ill of, of him while he was alive, go back to the previous the episode. episode. <laughs> he was right. still alive and I was speaking ill of him then. Oh my goodness. I know, but I do feel badly for his family because like, no matter what you want to say about Kevin Samuels, he was a person, he had a mother who found out about his death through social social media and yeah, i yeah. wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy but one, that's about all I yeah about the that. one of my concerns mm-hmm. i know that 
he led a pretty strong movement mm-hmm. of men who agreed with a lot of what he had to say. So oh, I gosh. have a concern that now that he is not, you know, he can't be in the forefront anymore. He, he can't can't speak. Who's going to do? Are there going to be a lot of people that take his try to take his place? Are we going to get a huge um, like a lot of <laughs> only thing I can think of, y'all, is like terrorist attacks, you know, like a lot of little groups popping up. Yeah. Bidding Kevin Samuel's rhetoric or something like that. Yeah. His uh point of view felt like a terrorist attack in, in my from my stance so I just mm-hmm. worry about what happens what's the response when somebody like that is not here anymore what are the followers going to do so I, I, yeah. that was my concern we'll see if anything comes up from that and definitely we'll report about it right here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I think they're going to be some who try but it's I don't know it's going to be interesting I'm looking mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to hearing other people spew the same stuff over and over again, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We can end this on a very positive note, which is let's talk about the white house press secretary. Okay. Mm. I am so happy about this. Biden has appointed a brand new press secretary. She was kind of not brand new because she was the, the backup press secretary or assistant. I don't know what the exact word is, but her name is Corinne Jean-Pierre. I think that's That's the way you pronounce it. Not only is she a black woman, she's a Haitian woman and she's also openly gay woman. And for all the reasons, she's important. (laughs) Yes. For all the reasons, she's an important addition to um, this particular role. So one of the things I have to bring out, especially about her, Mm -hmm. is that she's not just a black woman. She's the first black black person to take Mm. that role. She's just the first black person. And Mm -hmm. it's it's something different about when you have a dark complexion black person there, too. It's not Mm -hmm. like there's a there's not like a passing because at once upon a time it would be, well, the light skinned black people got to have higher positions like that goes way back. We'll have to have a whole nother conversation about that. But the fact that she has darker skin and she wears her hair natural. So it's Mm -hmm. got its natural kinky curls and she hasn't succumbed to the I must wear my hair unnaturally straight you know I just mm-hmm. I love that those are things that make it even better for me and I, I I look I'm just I'm impressed and I'm in awe and I love all of that I think it's great all of it so what are we talking about today we're talking about fears today we're talking mm. about fears fears phobias fears phobias are they the same thing Oh, okay. So I did look up, well, when we're looking at fears, I mm-hmm. always, we, we do research and I was just trying to really beat Ramel on the, the researching <laughs> stuff articles because I know that's what she was going to do. Uh-huh. And so then that was like, okay, are we talking about fears or phobias? And so phobias are supposed to be, my, the definition I found was, you know, irrational fears, fears that are debilitating in mm-hmm. ordinary everyday life. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. So I don't feel like I have any phobias. And then I read the list of phobias. I was like, well, I got a little bit of that. I got a little (laughs) bit of of that and a little bit of that. But maybe it's not irrational. 
and mm. debilitating and uh, impacting my everyday life. And then there's some other fears. So this is a topic that might need like a therapist or a psychologist, which none of us are. So we're just going to see where this conversation goes. But it was fun to talk about. Yeah. I'd like to know, Ramel, uh -huh. as a kid, I'm going to go back. Okay. As a kid, what were your fears as a child? Okay. So, okay. As a little kid? It doesn't matter. Anytime okay. in childhood at this point, you know. Is, okay. You know. So I had different fears. So not being um not being accepted at school which was a oh. real thing cuz mm -hmm. i at, growing up in the 70s oh i just really dated myself 70s did, and 80s but we all know how old you are okay i know ahead. yeah i know y'all know already know we haven't but mm -hmm. i went to a school that was predominantly white and being a child who was not mm -hmm. there was there weren't that many people who were there and so there's this um delicate dance that you had to, I had to do as a kid and it was you always trying just to be accepted mm -hmm. you know and finding acceptance with our my peers and also with my teachers because even though they're teachers they're people who have biases at that point we were still not that far out of Jim, Jim Crow right, sorry you know yeah all right so even as a child you could pick up on that and have some fear around oh yeah teachers okay yeah it's not like it was the main thing on my mind but it, there were definite things that happened to me as a child that let me know that that I was looked at differently mm -hmm. and okay. so you know it's over now but that was that was one of that was the thing that I had to work through more so like in my face right you know okay maybe for me, I did not have anything like that. I was uh, up until college. I pretty much had a pretty racially balanced experience in school, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird, but I did. Um, for me, I was depending. I guess maybe middle school. I started to realize or be concerned with whether I was attractive enough. Right? Mm. I used to feel like I don't know if it was a fear though. But I remember, you know, I think I wanted to, you know, my friends had boyfriends. I wanted to have a boyfriend. And I just felt like I had some, but was that a fear? Hmm. You know what? I'm going to take that hmm. back because I don't know if that was just a fear or self-confidence issue. So let me go to something that I know for a fact was a fear. Okay. I was afraid of starting my period and not knowing it, right? And like having, <laughs> no, seriously, you're laughing because I, I know you felt it too because I think we all had that. Don't wear white pants or always, you know, look at the seat when you get up and if you're on your period and you're at school. I, I, it was always this fear that, okay, women know this. We, we At least as kids, we had that fear. Did you have the fear, Ramel? I <gasps> don't remember having that fear oh my goodness it was I just don't. me <laughs> I don't okay, well then I remember that was a being fear. excited mm -hmm. when I was little and stupid I was excited about the idea of getting my period because that just meant that like oh I'm I'm gonna be a woman when I get my period okay. no I had yes. that I had that and then I had it and then it was like oh I don't want to mess up my pants and be humiliated it was a fear of humiliation I think that uh. was it See, I feel see, I just changed yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes but a it ton was, of sense. But it was all that about, yeah, it was, it was still yeah. all about not, you know, especially being on my period. Okay, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that, that was it. Any more childhood fears? When I was a teenager, 
Mm-hmm. I think because I had like body image issues, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, I thought that I was a big, big, big person. <laughs> I wasn't that big, you know? <laughs> um, but I thought that I guess because of images that you see, like, especially back then, you did not sure. see a lot of women who were plus size in mm-hmm. anything. I was afraid that I would not find somebody who would want to marry me because yeah. I wouldn't be, it has to do with like the whole attractive thing, you know, be attractive enough and stuff like that. And where I was going to school, their bodies were not shaped like my body, whether they be oh, plus mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. That's right. True. Okay. Yeah. But then I went to FAMU and they were like, Hey girl. And I was like, Oh, these are my people. They like my body. <laughs> You know, and so How do we I work fam you in every single episode. I do, I do I not do. understand that. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. You asked, yeah. I answered. <laughs> okay. I, I my yeah, my last one would have been was that I, I remember being really afraid. It was a fear that my parents would get divorced. Mm. That was a big fear of mine. Yeah. They got yeah. divorced. I survived. Yeah, but I do remember that was like, that was a fear I had Mm -hmm. for years. Um, So I don't know where that came from. Well, you know, I just don't know how it developed to be like one of my big fears. I wasn't afraid of of spiders or bees or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Afraid of that type of thing. Oh, you want to know one thing I was afraid of? That was weird. I was afraid of my closet in the dark. I did not like my closet when my room was dark. I did not like to do anything to do with my closet. It was just like, it's a phobia. I did probably does not have a name. Oh, it it's probably irrational. absolutely has a name. I'm I don't sure care, this one has but a I'm, name, I'm telling you and I'm telling the rest of the world that I was afraid of my closet when it was dark. Okay. How about under your bed? No, not so much. Really? Just closet a closet? Only. Just a closet. Did not like it. Huh. That is interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I may have just Googled that and found a phobia, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Okay, okay. Um, I Because there seem to be phobias for everything. And just like we talked about some of our childhood fears, mm-hmm. when I go through and look at some of the phobias that I found, I could see how some of my concerns in childhood and even today fit inside of the 10 phobias um, that I found. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing was, that on the page I looked at, they were like, here are the top 10 adult phobias. And the good news was that you can resolve all of them in therapy. It was also a therapy website. So, <laughs> mm, you know, you got to take that. I, I, yeah, I would do the same thing if I was a therapist. Hey, here are the issues. And they can all be cured by coming to me. But I would like to tell you what they are. Okay, please, I want to hear them. Yeah, I will not pronounce them because I do not... I have a fear of humiliation and embarrassing myself, and I do not want to pronounce it incorrectly. They're so very just... long and very obnoxious, so yes, that makes they sense. are. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank you for supporting me on that. Yeah. So there was fear. There's a social interactions or social anxiety mm-hmm. uh, fear. Uh, there is a fear of circle clusters. Do you know what I mean by that? Like Swiss cheese. I don't know if that would fit as well as like caviar. You know what caviar looks like? Yeah. Yeah, those little circles all together. No, uh, th- that sushi that 
Um, fish egg. Oh yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> my brain, my brain, right? <laughs> but that's the only thing I can think of that comes like that in clusters and uh, something like that. Circle clusters oh, really throw okay. them off. I, I haven't even met anybody um, like that. And I was like, okay, circle clusters. I don't know what that's, that's about. Different. <laughs> Although, if it had anything to do with like the shape of the coronavirus. Could you see how something like that mm-hmm. could be attached mm-hmm. to it? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, there's fear of failure. I got some of that. I know yeah. I have some fear of failure. It just must not be considered uh, debilitating. And, and then, I don't know, impacts everyday life. We're going to come back to that when I talk about my, my fears. <laughs> there's the fear of death. Mm-hmm. Don't most people have a fear of death? Maybe a fear. I think I think a majority of people do. I don't think everybody does, though. No. Okay. Um, fear of developing disease. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'll get to it when I get to mine because I was okay. Fear of spiders. Duh. Mm-hmm. Right? Fear of driving. But when I read the definition of that one, it was more so of maybe getting in an accident while driving or something like that. Mm, okay. I seems feel like it might that. go back to fear of death. Enclosed spaces. So enclosed spaces, does that, were you afraid of your closet because it was an enclosed space? Mm-mm. No, because honey, she's in the closet right now. I am literally <laughs> in my closet record right now. This <laughs> like this closet, podcast. no, it's specifically that closet. It was the one closet. I wasn't afraid of any other closet. Just that particular one. Oh, now yeah. it does feel irrational. Okay, we'll talk yeah. about that. Alpha. <laughs> Can I get some <laughs> therapy later from you? Thank you. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were fear of heights and fear of flying, which I also think are about the same thing. Yeah, I am definitely afraid of heights. And don't say anything about me. Yeah, I see your face. <laughs> I want to say something, but she just told me not to say anything about the thing I wanted to say next. It has something to do with her, like, let's do, let's, you know, I can't even remember what it was, but it was something that requires us to be high in the air. It was jumping out of a plane. We were going to Las Vegas and for whatever reason, because I, I would like to get over my fear. No, she didn't. Heights. She didn't describe that to me like that. I when did she not suggested. What should we do in Vegas? Well, let's no skydive. I didn't see if I was going to do it while we went to Vegas. But I told you on our way to Vegas that that was something I wanted to do. And so then we and- got on the plane. This was the first time I'd ever been on the plane <laughs> with Ramel. <laughs> and then I realized that idea of skydiving jumping out of a plane was the most ridiculous thing in the world when we started to take off that's when i knew (laughs) she is she can't do this can't do it it's so ridiculous it is ridiculous i I have a problem with i have a problem with what do you call it deck like patty you know um you know when you have uh when you in a hotel yeah yeah when you have like the balcony balcony thank you thank you Mm -hmm. thank you like my daughter was in Hawaii and she was on the phone with me. Oh yeah. I remember when we were in Hawaii and we had a balcony. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't even see that balcony. (laughs) It was like, Oh my God, I cannot take it. But I was on the phone with her and I literally still lost it. She was thousands of miles away from me. And I still was like, please, 
get off of the balcony. I cannot take this phone conversation on the balcony. It was too high. I just, I had, it was amazing to me that I had the same irrational thoughts that I would have in person. My body was doing the same thing. It was so trippy. So yeah, after thinking about it and after Twanda um, making fun of me for, I don't know how many years I decided that jumping out of a plane is probably not going to happen for me. No, (laughs) no, not going to happen. I'm just happy that we managed to get on planes together. Like we can still fly. Yeah. Cause I was, Yeah. You did not represent yourself, honestly, mm-hmm. at that no, time. No, no, not yeah. at all. But, no, not you know, but all. we're, I'm a work in progress. You are, and you get on planes, and that's all I need. I don't need you to do the rest of it. I just don't plan those things with you. Like when I went with, went to Hawaii the last time, I don't force you to be on the balcony. I didn't ask you to do the hang gliding with me. You know, I didn't ask you. And if you, but it's so funny because she'll still act like, well, maybe I'll do it. Like, no, you won't. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> in Las Vegas, we went on the roller coaster that was yeah. on top of the building. Of the, of the yeah. building. Mm-hmm. I was screaming before the thing even started. I just yeah, was like we weren't failing. we were not high. We were we you couldn't see anything. She they just like buckled her seatbelt in and she went at it. Ah, it's like, wait, no, not now. So <laughs> embarrassing, y'all. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Can't take me anywhere. I'm sorry. Can't take I... you anywhere is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Therapy. I, I uh, maybe I'll have somebody you can call after this. Y'all have some advice. For oh her. God, yeah. that's so funny. I'm sorry. I don't even know where we are now. I got okay. so off. We were gonna talk about our, our fears, but we have already jumped into them. <laughs> okay. because um, that's a fear that you didn't really tell me about. I found out about you even led me, gave me the impression you didn't have the fear because we never said, you never said, you know, I have a fear heights. You were like, maybe we could go skydiving one day and I, I'm all for it. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's so cool. And she didn't say anything. It's just when she gripped my hand on the plane because she was like afraid and I was like, oh, I see. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was a terrible yeah. ride though. So that was... <laughs> It was no excuses for that. It was like I learned so much Vegas. about you. I'm going to leave that alone. We've been Thank talking you. way too long All about right. Las Vegas. But <laughs> the point is, the finding out about that fear was not something you fessed up. Like you never just fessed up to me up front that that was you're, your fear. Right. You're right. Yeah. I did. Yeah, not. Just like when I asked you today, when we were talking about having this episode, mm-hmm. I said, "Well, Ramel, what are your fears?" And then she said something that I had never heard a day in my life. I'm like, how long have I known you? We talk all the time. We have a podcast. I never knew that you were afraid of. Fill in the blank, Ramel. Tell us what you're afraid of. Oh, um, was it the mice thing? Yes. it was. That's oh. like the only one you told oh, me. And okay. I was just like. I am terrified. You know? Like, seriously, like will jump on furniture. I mean, I think a lot of people are like that, but I like, I, no, I do not. It's, they're awful. And we're not talking about rats. I guess you'd be also afraid of rats. I, I would yeah. hate a rat. Right. So it's the same thing. Mice, rat. Yeah. How about hamsters? I do not like them. However, I can handle them. I okay. just, no, no, not me personally handle them, but I can be in there. <laughs> 
in the presence of yeah, but they still make me squirmy. I don't like them. I don't like anything that can compress its body like down to the size of like nothing and then disappear out of. (laughs) They're really. Haven't you seen that? Like, if you have a hole that's the size you, of a have, dime. Did you see that and that just messed you up one day? Is that what happened? Oh, I don't You've know. Never I mean, like, You've never oh, seen we, that. But now you're really. So we I need really some therapy. Them. This, You know what? May is mental health awareness. <laughs> it's part of, yeah, May is mental health awareness month. And I think. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you're going to go there. Wait a minute. I said mine. You have to say yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True and fair. All right. So upon being asked that question, I revealed for the very first time (laughs) that I may have a problem with feeling like I need to check the toilet before I pee, especially at night, probably only at night, for some irrational fear that there's a snake in the toilet. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) I've never experienced a snake in the toilet. I've never seen a snake in a toilet or even a bathroom I don't know why I have that but and I have to talk myself out of it it's like sometimes I, I want to just go I go to the bathroom when it's dark you know in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. right is this time to sit down in the toilet I'm like why am I worried about a snake but I just am and I talk myself out of it and I say that is most ridiculous pee there's no snake here but I have to tell myself that and so I've just confessed that to all of the people who listen to us I did she's laughing you can't see this but she's oh, she's laughing it's at so me. funny it's so snakes funny. didn't even make the top 10 phobias which I way. think is absolutely funny yeah didn't even make the top 10 yeah so I think that's I guess I don't need funny. therapy for that <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh well is that so is that the full 10 well, I gave you the full 10, and then okay. I was just telling you about, I have a few more fears I can confess mm-hmm. um, that, I, that I have as an adult. Because, you know, you just wonder, like, what are adult fears? We're not kids anymore. Oh, but in looking at this, it was mm-hmm. so funny to look at things that people have as fears as children and adults. You know, mm-hmm. like the fear of clowns. That's so Oh, yeah. Fun. It's not yeah. funny, because I know that some people are actually afraid uh, of clowns. Okay, so my lower self is laughing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the lower self is just you sitting there on the other side of the mic. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh my That's God. terrible. Because there are people who may be afraid of, of um, clowns as a child and as an adult. And so... Mm-hmm. She can't even say it. Oh God! So I think it might be that I saw a cartoon, and that's what was really funny—the way they they presented it. But now I'm just feeling like a bad person. Can we change the subject? Oh my God! Okay, okay. So <laughs> I um, when we were looking at this, I you know at first I wasn't looking at phobias. I was actually like looking at things that adults like fear Uh um in general right so like the I know you mentioned like the fear of failure but also fear of rejection fear of the unknown fear of being out of your league fear of loss of freedom fear of judgment fear of something bad happening okay I think I have a lot I have a little bit of that 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was just living. That was called adulting. <laughs> How do those feel you like? Are so these right. are the feelings that you have as an adult, and that's what you. And we call it a fear. Is adulthood just full of fear? Oh, are we living wrong? It's just. It's, I don't know. You know what? I think the interesting thing is since twenty twenty kind of rolled around and like spun us around and made us have to think differently. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are actually kind of looking at these fear of things that kind of hold them back mm-hmm. and kind of addressing things differently, like letting go of judgment. And I think also that comes with age too. Yeah, that does. Cause things, especially certain fears that we have, we lose as we get older Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like you said, the, the caring what people think about us, you know, fear of judgment that mm-hmm. <laughs> I am looking forward to getting to that place that I see a lot of older women are where they don't mind letting their boobs hang down past <laughs> their waistline. And they're like, I don't care about nothing. <laughs> I think that will be the most Wait free a- moment of my life. And I am kind of I'm not, I'm not that mad about it. Don't don't forget. And I still look good. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's all good. That's when That's you know right. that is, that they're is in a great it. place. God, it's funny. But yeah, I think like for me now as being older, mm-hmm. the fear of being alone is a real thing because like you see people leaving this place all around and it's like, you know, around us, mm-hmm. like um, family and some friends and stuff like that. It's a real place to be to actually lose a partner right no no I I I know about that uh recently firsthand just seeing just just seeing how when people go and then I can't even imagine what it would be like because I wake up every day next to my husband and that's my reality and that's my so the idea of having to do that and him not be there it would be that that is like a a scary thing Mm -hmm. Uh, but I feel like Everybody has that. I think the part that I'm really tripping out about now is as I listen to your list of fears, it actually sounds like this is what it feels like to be an adult as opposed to a listing of fears. I think like we all experience, we have all of those things. We definitely needed a therapist on this show. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're just like willy nilly talking about our fears. But I think I think it's helpful because I think part of having fears is putting a light on it right yeah and oh, that, no, that's true yeah. you know and it, I think it helps when you can say like fear of change that's a real thing but yeah. and a lot of people are afraid of change I think I'm less afraid of change now the older right. I get on a different like it's a spectrum and so maybe at certain points of your life you might have more fear of poverty, you know, because, mm-hmm. but then when you establish yourself a little, you get older, you usually tend to establish yourself financially a bit better. That's mm-hmm. not the height of your fear. Now you fear that you're not living your best life or something like that. Like they yeah. change over time. Yeah. But I the agree. cool thing or interesting thing is that as long as we've known each other, mm-hmm. I never knew about your fear of mice and you never knew about my fear of toilet of, of toilet in the snakes. toilet right <laughs> and I was just like because I don't think we normally as adults talk about our fear 
And right. if if we do, it's usually in some setting, kumbaya, maybe sitting on the floor. I mean, I'm thinking of a setting where it's like they announce a disclaimer that everything that's said here stays here. This is a safe space, right? Like that's right. the only time that you would actually hear. I think we would talk about fears like that because mm -hmm. until I asked you straight out, which is, I don't know why I never said, hey, I'm just curious about you. So what makes you scary? It's kind of like asking people for their, like how much money do they make? Nobody tells that. Right. You know, that's, it, fears are an expression of our vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like where do we feel our weakest? That's true. And we don't expose that part. You don't mm -hmm. show your weakness to everybody. Lord, we just showed our weakness to everybody. Everybody. How do you feel? Please don't do bring feel? no mice over here. Because <laughs> I'll show my ass. I am not <laughs> joking. I am, I hate those things. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just never knew. How in the world do we talk all the time? And I never knew that. Okay, well, so okay. as we were talking about um, over a period of time, I mm -hmm. know things changed because... My grandmother, I, she had to be a fearless woman in her youth to do all the things that she did. Mm -hmm. But as a grandmother, you know, um, more elderly woman, she was so afraid of her grandchildren getting hurt. She didn't mm -hmm. want us to run. She didn't want us to swim. Like, if you mm -hmm. run, you might fall and skin your knee. If you ride your bike, you might fall and hurt something or break something. If you, you know, you swim, you might drown. If you eat the wrong candy, you might choke. It was like the fear <laughs> of everything and I wonder if that's what's going to happen to me as I get older I start to get more afraid of of things I don't mm. know that I just wonder now because I I can see that there's a progression you know you're mm -hmm. scared of certain things at different ages well I know the one thing that I as where I was sitting here thinking about what am I afraid of one of the things that has developed now that my kids are older is my fear that I have not given them the tools that they need yes. to be successful and oh, things yeah. like it's kind of after the fact because they're halfway grown, but it, I always, I'm, I'm, I think I feel a little anxious about that idea that I have given them all the tools. Like, have I done all the things that mm -hmm. they need um, yeah. so that they can really truly fly free on their own without me? I don't know. I'm still I'm still working through that cuz Yeah. I think just being being a parent and being an adult is a lot of fears that we navigate on a daily basis. Mhm. Mm That's what yeah. that is. Hmm. Adulting is scary. I do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Adulting is scary. That is so funny. And maybe oh, next time when goodness. we talk about something like this, we should bring like a therapist on to make us feel better. <laughs> You know, I feel like I have a whole lot of fears that I haven't faced up until today. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that one closet. <laughs> Actually, I want to go figure that part out. That sounds like, I don't know. We need to figure out what's going on with that one closet. Seriously, I have nightmares about that closet to this day. Wait, you have nightmares day. about huh? the closet? This is so funny. I've never known about this again. <laughs> More things that we didn't know, which is a whole reason why we started the podcast. So I'm feeling really, really like good about what we've done here. We started the podcast. I'm learning more about you and, and we're learning more about each other and the world. So I'm yes. feeling pretty good about that. I am too. And I am just so thankful we got a chance to go through some things and find out some stuff about each other. But I also <laughs> think I have a better perspective on 
fears and how I have them. And maybe like they serve a purpose, I think, at times. Right. Yeah. We'll do some um, more research. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have an actual therapist come and tell us some real things. <laughs> right. Explain to Ramel why it is she's scared of that one closet. And why do That's I think one. there's an there's a snake in the toilet? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know all the well, things we, we, we we'll come back. Well, that's okay, but it's fine. <laughs> I am. I appreciate you like going through all these things and being vulnerable with me as we talked about fears, fears in our adulthood, fears in our childhood and uh, things. So and if you have made it this far, we want to thank you again you so for much. coming back to see us, listen to us rather, because you can't see us, but to listen to us, hang out with us and hopefully get a big laugh. Make sure you subscribe please and do. share. All right. Please. All right. So until next time, peace, peace and, blessings. and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.